Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. It's time for the Newsmax Daily from Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Now, now, here's your host, Rob Carson. Welcome to the show, guys. Glad to have you along. Make sure, if you get the chance to, if you haven't, to subscribe to the Newsmax Daily on Apple Podcasts today. And if you would, leave a five-star review. That would be huge. Getting a lot of great reviews. Obviously, people like what's happening on the show. It is uh, different than other conservative talk out there. It is uh, informative, funny, and uh, motivational. Occasionally. Occasionally. I had a glorious weekend. I hope you had a glorious weekend. Much has happened right now. Today is the deadline for Baltimore police officers to uh, get the jab. And also in Chicago. Uh, on Friday, they had to have the jab, and the police uh, officer union president says, uh, you know, take your jab and stick it, as we like to say here on the show. And I've got tons and tons of people who have quit their jobs, are quitting their jobs, state troopers, police officers, military members, military members. And it's become more uh, than just the vaccine, okay? It, is, it has become not about vaccine hesitancy, but about freedom and hesitancy to give up your freedom, and the more you push someone in a direction, uh, because, you know, even I considered getting the vaccine for a while there because my kids decided they wanted it. My wife decided she wanted it. They weren't compelled to do so. I told my kids, Will, my son is 21 years old. I said, dude, you're 21 years old. You have no uh, underlying conditions. You have zero, almost zero chance of dying of COVID. He did it anyway. My daughter is 16. Same thing. And the more you push people and you push people and you push people and you say that you you got to get it or you're going to lose your job, that's when people say, you know what? Let's go, Brandon. And so I've got a lot of that on the uh, on the plate today. A hero has died. That would be Superman over the weekend. Died to me anyway. Uh, I guess it's the son of Superman. Now they're saying that the son of Superman is bisexual climate defender. Climate uh, crisis defender uh, now, and they've changed a uh, hero. Uh, Superman is no longer fighting for the American way. He's now standing for truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. Now, I'm just going to tell you, the United States of America created superheroes, okay? And you know why they created superheroes? Because people uh, had the First Amendment, the ability to completely uh, pursue happiness, speak freely, invent and discover, I, I've been thinking about this over the weekend, I said it last week, you know, 500 years ago, we were essentially the same, although we've gotten bigger, uh, particularly around the waist. We eat better than we did 500 years ago. There was no reason why we had the same natural resources that existed 500 years ago. There was still coal in the ground. There was oil in the ground. There was natural gas in the ground. There were uh, precious metals in the ground, all of that stuff. But we didn't have indoor plumbing. And we rode around on horseback or in a buggy or a chariot. And then America happened. And then you went from zero to William Shatner flying into space as an untrained astronaut and billionaires uh, creating space programs. What did, did in uh, two years what NASA took 50 years to do. And it's all because of America. And superheroes came around. Superhero, what a great idea. A superhero. I mean, look, think about how much money Marvel and all these companies have made over superheroes. When I was a little kid, I mentioned last week that I used to, I used to dream, all my dreams when I was a little kid, five years old and under, uh, were I was Superman. It was Robbie Superman is what I called myself. I remember that. That's one of the few things I remember about my childhood for a variety of reasons. 
But Superman is now uh, standing for truth, justice, and a better tomorrow. So Superman is dead to me. Superman's over. I mean, I got, I've got downstairs. I have got in my, in my garage, I've got a big storage container of about 1,000 comics. Some of them are old. Most of them are in the early 90s when I was in my 20s and I had to, you know, a little too much money to spend and not enough to spend it on. So I bought the Death of Superman issue and the Bound Death of Superman issue and all this stuff. And, and, I, and they're all worthless. They, they all, because they mass produced them in the early 90s, they won't be worth anything until if I keep them in pristine condition and my, my son then does, and his son and his son and his son and his son and his son, and his son and maybe 400 years in the future, somebody will go in and say, okay, I think these are actually getting valuable because the other ones have, you know, disappeared. That said, um, you know, I just, I so done. Oh, and by the way, that's kind of uh, like cancel culture. Because Superman can't just be Superman. He's got to be uh, gay, and he's got to be this, and he's got to be that, and he can't have the American way. That's cancel culture. That is cancel culture. And that's what's happening in the country uh, in a variety of things. And later in the show, I'm going to share that uh, Brian Stelter talked about it with uh, author and a former New York Times reporter Bari Weiss about it. And Brian Stelter denies cancel culture is happening. Well, I've been a victim of cancel culture on more than one occasion, including my Facebook page, the morning after the election of 2020 that disappeared for no reason whatsoever, no recourse, etc. So we're going to get to all of that stuff. I got a COVID pile this morning. We're going to get into all of the people who are quitting, and I want to hear your story. If you've been told you need to get the jab. Colin Powell died of COVID complications. Colin Powell was 84 years old and had Parkinson's disease. I do not in any way, shape, or form mean to disparage Colin Powell on his passing and his family's passing. If you make this just about COVID-19, you are taking his death from him. Colin Powell was an 84-year-old man with Parkinson's. I don't know what his cause of death was. They say it has died of COVID-19 complications. But the thing is, COVID adds complications to complications. So if you're already an 84-year-old man who's six years past the national average for death as a man and you have Parkinson's disease, there are a lot of things that could exacerbate the condition of advanced age in Parkinson's. I do pray for his family. I am not going to say anything about his politics. Not appropriate. But if you just make it about him dying from COVID, you're politicizing his death. And I think that's terribly, terribly, terribly inappropriate. I, I just, it, to me, it, it, and he, he, was, he was vaccinated. He was vaccinated. I read a headline this weekend, by the way. The uh, J&J vaccine after six months is uh, only 3% of people still have the ability to fight off COVID. The efficacy drops off that much, and that's why they're pushing the the booster. Meanwhile, if you get your uh, natural immunity, that's 12 times better than any vaccine or 12 to 20 times better at preventing COVID from happening than any vaccine, any of it, and any booster shot. But they're continuing the march towards vaccination. And the reason is cha-ching. That's it, cha-ching. I dug up some headlines. Uh, CDC exposed inflated COVID deaths by 1,600% uh, through the election. That's from last year. The CDC inflated COVID deaths by 1,600% throughout the election. So if you don't think this is about politics and you don't think this is about money, then uh, you are living under a rock. Living under a rock. 
as we go into the fact that Baltimore police officers who do not get the shot are supposed to be going on unpaid leave, as in Chicago, Joe Biden spoke at the police officers' uh, memorial over the weekend, and he started with his typical lame line, which is not really funny. And if you hear it and then listen to the response, you'll understand why. Thank you, Sergeant. My name is Joe Biden. I am Jill Biden's husband. (laughs) Why did he just say, I just flew in from Los Angeles and boy, are my arms tired. Yeah, uh, hackneyed. Uh, he's, He's a typical really old dude who repeats the same stories over and over again. And because he's in a position of power, everybody around him, the sycophants, the yes men and women, uh, they clap, they politely clap and just kind of say, okay, Uncle Joe, there you go. Here he is talking about how tough it is to be a cop now, and I'll explain why, how ungodly, hypocritical, and awful him saying this is. Being a cop today is one hell of a lot harder than it's ever been. Because of the Democrat Party. Because of you. Because of calls to defund the police. Because of Black Lives Matter and Antifa attacking hundreds of police officers, thousands of police officers, injuring hundreds of them. And a constant barrage of of negative stories about the police. That's why, sir, and that's why it's so disgusting that you are saying that. And to the families of the fallen, you've suffered an enormous loss. But understand, your loss is also America's loss. That statement from him is so hollow, I almost thought there would be an echo there. I almost thought there would be an echo there. Joe Biden, for the entire election year, said nothing. The Democrat Party said nothing about precincts being burned in Minneapolis. Police cars being smashed, police officers being injured, police cars being set on fire. Police under siege by Democrats and George Soros-funded groups. Black Lives Matter and Antifa. And then they finally said a little bit before the election because it was starting to affect his poll numbers. And now he's a champion for police. Now he's a champion for the police. Well, here's a little montage of all Democrats. These are just all of these people are Democrats saying the police need to be defunded, which I'm thinking probably made life really, really hard for the police in the last two years. So we've been talking about defunding the police. Uh, There's some issues that we ask police to do, like mental health issues or policing in schools and all the rest, that perhaps we can uh, shuffle some of that money around. Suck it up. Defunding the police has to happen. We need to defund the police. Mayor Eric Garcetti saying, take some of the money from policing, about $150 million. I applaud Eric Garcetti for doing what he's done. That's Kamala Harris. Not only do we need to disinvest for in police, but we need to completely dismantle the Minneapolis Police Department. So yes, defund your butts, defund you. Yes, I support the reallocation of resources uh, from NYPD. We will be moving funding from the NYPD to- Wonder why it's gotten tough to be a cop. You kind of wonder about that. You just it maybe maybe a little hard to get up in the morning and put your vest on and kiss your kids goodbye knowing it could be your last day on the planet. Youth initiatives and social services. They are talking about reducing the allocation of resources to that department. And I think every single city in this country ought to be thinking about the same thing. Yes. Okay, so the Democrat Party owns this. The Democrat Party owns the defunding of the police. The Democrat Party owns the fact that the murder rate is the highest it's been in 100 years. The Democrat Party owns the fact that Chicago has uh, increased the number of murders last year to this year by 56%. The Democrat Party owns this. 
And now to add insult to injury, the city of Baltimore and other cities are requiring every city employee be vaccinated. It goes into effect today. In a letter issued Friday to officers, FOP3 President Mike Mancuso explained the organization was working to delay the policy until the city came to a bargaining agreement with the FOP. Here is the story from WBAL television. Here it is. Okay. In this letter to Baltimore City FOP3 police members, President Mike Mancuso writes, quote, Over the past several weeks, our attorneys have been trying to communicate with the city in an attempt to get clarity on their new COVID vaccination policy. We have made multiple attempts to sit down and discuss these issues to no avail. I suggest you do nothing in regard to revealing your vaccination. The Democrat Party, Joe Biden, uh, city leaders, the reason why they're not having a discussion is because they think there is no discussion to be had. You get the vaccine done or you're fired. There is no discussion. There is no attempt to reason whatsoever. They have made up their mind. That's why Lori Lightfoot is actually suing the Chicago Fraternal Order of Police Union. Status as it is outlined in the city's policy. It's a sharp turn from the city mandate, requiring all its employees get vaccinated by this coming Monday. Mancuso said with no further details from the city, the union would sue. You're going to do it? You're going to follow the deadline? You're going to walk out? There's a lot of people walking, a lot of people walking out, a lot of people quitting. Are you? Here's uh, Lori Lightfoot, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. If you fail to report your status by then, you will be placed in a non-disciplinary, no-pay status. The same problem is also happening in Chicago, where critics of the mayor's plan there said losing more officers would risk public safety. My expectation is that people who swore an oath to serve and protect the city are going to honor that oath. Listen to that again. Listen to how disgusting this is. This is like Joe Biden saying that police officers have the toughest jobs, tougher than it's ever been. My expectation is that people who swore an oath to serve and protect the city are going to honor that oath. Back in Baltimore, how can they honor the oath when you don't honor them? How can they honor the oath if you don't honor their decision, their freedom? How dare you throw that into the police's face? First of all, they're not paid enough for what they do, for the wonderful work they do, for the lives they save. People who arrive on accident scenes and murder scenes and and, and horrific, horrific things they see it every day and they come home and they kiss their wives or husbands and they bottle it up. And now a bureaucrat says you got to get a COVID vaccine or you won't, you won't have a living. Our Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin told Special Forces that if they didn't get the vaccine by the deadline, they would have to pay for their training. They would have to pay the government back for their training. Unbelievable. Here is John Canzara, the Chicago PD union chief, who says that Lori Lightfoot is a her policies with regard to COVID mandatory vaccines with the police are um, schizophrenic. Well, because the policy for first of all is schizophrenic. The teachers have a different policy. The teachers are literally you're vaccinated or you get tested. You don't have to report your vaccine status. We have a mandate to report our vaccine status by midnight tonight. Mm-hmm. And today is the deadline for city employees in Baltimore. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, kids? Are you going to walk? Are you going to take a vaccine that the government is requiring you get? Even though, and let me just say this right now. We are not in the 
middle of a pandemic. We are at the end of a pandemic. We are at the end of a pandemic. A pandemic that has been used for political reasons. I'm going to get into that, and I have material that I have gathered for the last two years about this. And I cried BS at the very beginning of this. I'm going to share the original article that I saw, and I went, yep, we're going to be played. We're going to be played for the next couple of years because this is an election year. 2020 was an election year. This is what they're going to use against Donald Trump. Maureen in Severna Park is on the phone. Hello there, Maureen, and welcome to the Rob Carson Show. What's up with you? Good afternoon, Rob. I resigned from my job because we had a vaccine mandate. I was the only one in my company that was not vaccinated. Wow. Um, I could have gotten tested every week, which I did try to do that, but I, I don't drive because I have vertigo, and it just it would take me as much time to get tested as to uh, as I work. So I decided to resign um, prematurely from you know my retirement projected date. So um, I also had the antibody test, which um, I've heard six to nine months you lose the antibodies. I was ten and a half months past having COVID, and I still had the antibodies. Unbelievable! And they still wanted you to get the bloody vaccine. Unbelievable! Well, I yes. wish you the best in your life. Thank, Thank you for calling. You. I do you. appreciate it. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, look at this! Look at this! So the first person to get on the phone is a woman, and she had the cojones to quit her job. <laughs> That's just wow! 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 I think we need to play this. Take this jab and stick it. I ain't getting no vaccine. That's what I do. Joe Biden's stupid mandate. The dumbest thing that I've ever seen. You make your own decision, okay? Biden says take the shot or go home. So I'm walking out the door. Take your jab and stick it. I won't take this crap no more. Boom, boom, boom. Joe been in D.C. for going on 50 years, and now he's trying to bring us down, playing on people's fears. Mega smash. I've seen a lot of folks in D.C. lie. I've seen a lot of pay to play. We're Democrats, I've had it up to here, and now I got the guts to say, take your jab and stick it. I ain't taking this no more. <laughs> we still got a constitution that's worth fighting for. It's my body, it's my choice. Ain't that what the liberals say? Pretty much, pretty much. So take this jab and stick it. This is still the USA. Take this jab and stick it. Hey, this is still the USA. The reason why I have been talking, I've been talking about the uh, the virus since day one, and I noticed the uh, off the hook panic in the mainstream media uh, with regard to it. This is the original article that I saw, March seventeenth, twenty twenty, by World Net Daily. MIT PhD reveals sinister theory about coronavirus. Shiva Ayaduri, candidate for U.S. Senate from Massachusetts, and Biological engineer with four degrees from MIT believes the coronavirus pandemic is being used by the deep state bureaucrats to further their agenda. 
As an MIT PhD in ecological engineering who studies and does research nearly every day on the immune system, the coronavirus fear-mongering by the deep state will go down in history as one of the biggest frauds to manipulate economies, suppress dissent, and push mandated medicine. That's March of last year. Ayaduri doesn't believe the outbreak itself is a hoax, like me urging citizens to follow the guidelines of federal, state, and local authorities and the U.S. Centers for uh, Disease Control and Prevention. Shiva said the CDC is corrupt, focusing mostly on reactions to outbreaks rather than preventative measures, such as improving, you know, immune health. Did you realize the state of Nebraska, they finally have said that doctors can prescribe hydroxychloroquine and uh, the horse dewormer. I'll bet hundreds of thousands of people died in this country and elsewhere because any kind of treatment before the illness was declared verboten. Again, the CDC illegally inflated the COVID fatality number by at least 1,600% as the 2020 presidential played out, according to a study published by the Public Health Initiative of the Institute for Pure and Applied Knowledge. I read this last year, okay? Harvard study that came out uh, just a couple weeks ago. They examined 2,947 counties and 68 countries, found out the trend line suggested a marginally positive association such that countries with a higher percentage of population fully vaccinated have higher COVID cases per 1 million people. That's playing out around the country. The CDC's National Vital Statistics System told mortality data compilers to emphasize COVID-19, this is last year, as the cause of death in March of 2020, departing from the 2003 federal manual on recording infectious disease as a contributing factor to death. They decided to make it a cause of death officially, and that's why people in Colorado, a murder-suicide, is still being considered a COVID death. Colin Bell was 83 years old, and he had Parkinson's. You figure that out on your own. I'm not meaning to disrespect him, but I do think it is disrespectful to just say, yep, he died of COVID. COVID took him. I'm not saying what you should do. It's none of my business. It's none of my business what you want to do. If you want to get the vaccine, great. If you don't, then you you got your reasons. That's cool. I absolutely respect and understand that. But if it were me and I could, I don't know. I I don't know if there is a way that I would do it. Because I've seen the bottom of the barrel, okay? I've seen, I've seen the bottom of the barrel. I know what it's like to have nothing. And it wasn't that long ago, about four years ago. I was out of work for a year and a half. My wife was ready to leave me. I couldn't get a job in radio. For some odd reason, people in, uh, in, in large radio companies around the country didn't think I could do talk radio uh, because I'd been in music radio at uh, WRQX Mix 107.3 in D.C., et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, and wouldn't give me a chance. My wife said, I'm leaving you in December. We had nothing. We had nothing. And I said, well, I can't get a job in radio. What the hell do you want me to do? And she said, she said sell Brandon cars. <laughs> so I had to sell cars for three years. I had to go out in the winter and take a foot of snow off every car on the lot. <sighs> This is a police officer, a a state trooper in Washington State. Jay Inslee is a, uh, how do I say it gingerly? Um, uh, Totalitarian Nazi uh, socialist communist jerkweed. How about that? 
Here is this uh, Washington State trooper signing off his radio after 22 years of distinguished service because Jay Inslee is saying he's got to get a vaccine that he doesn't want to take. This is my final sign-off um, after 22 years of serving the citizens of the state of Washington, um, being asked to leave because I am dirty. Um, <laughs> numerous fatalities, um, injuries, I've worked sick, I've played sick. Um, we've buried lots of friends over these years. I'd like to thank you guys. I'd like to thank the um, citizens of Yakima County, as well as my fellow officers within the Valley. Without you guys, I wouldn't have been very successful. And You've kept me safe and got me home to my family every night. Um, thank you for that. Um, wish I could say more, but um, this is it. So, State 1034, this is the last time you'll hear me in a state patrol car. And Jay Ansley can kiss my ass. There you go. Yes, and I left it in for effect. So, you know, K- KMA. KMA. Here's uh, Anthony Fauci over the weekend. He can't figure out why he's controversial. Well, I'm not so sure I could answer the latter because I can't think of anything, but I'm sure some people will. But, you know, Chris, I have stood for always making science, data, and evidence be what we guide ourselves. And I mold it into the narrative so I can make you take a vaccine. And also, oh, yeah, we didn't fund that Wuhan lab or anything. And, and uh, bat soup caused the virus. And, mm, yeah. Was by. And I think people who feel differently, who have conspiracy theories. Ah, it's always a conspiracy theory. It's always a conspiracy theory. The 2020 election, a conspiracy theory. You, you don't believe in the Russia collusion with uh, with uh, Donald Trump, then uh, that's a conspiracy theory. Conspiracy theory. Ah, uh, yes, it's misinformation, it's disinformation. Who deny reality that's looking them straight in the eye. Those are people that don't- Oh, I would say it's stabbing them straight in the back. Particularly care for me. And that's understandable because what I do and I try very hard is to be guided by- Go back to the hollow tree and make cookies. The truth. And sometimes the truth becomes inconvenient for some people. (laughs) So they react against me. That just is what it is. There's not much I can do about that, Chris. Oh, wow, wow, wow. Everything. This is what this is what the, the what is verboten. He's saying that what he says, what the government says is truth and everything else is disinformation. Everything else is disinformation. Do you understand why people are walking off the job? Dr. Deborah Burks, this is from last year. Uh, she says that the death toll from coronavirus may have been inflated by up to 25% last year. That's her. She quit. She left. She's gone. Wow. You are being so played. So, so played. Our dollar is going down. Your dollar is buying less. One thing that you can always depend on is precious metals, silver and gold. And if you are considering investing in those, American Hartford Gold is the company that I would suggest. They sell physical silver and gold delivered right to your door or inside of your IRA. They make it easy, by the way. Highest rated firm in the country with an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied clients. Call them right now. They'll give you up to $1,500 worth of free silver on the first order. Yeah. Here is the number. 866-204-8226. 866-204-8226. Or text Rob, R-O-B, my name. To 65532. Remember that, Rob, to 65532. <laughs> Last week, we increased the podcast by 500%. We had over about 250,000 downloads last week, which took us like zero to Glenn Beck in a week. Okay, it was crazy. Crazy. 
Why is it? Why is it? Well, you know, I don't know. Um, what I promise you'll get here is you'll get a stream of consciousness. You will get a uh, commentary. Uh, you'll get my opinion, of course. Um, you will also get entertainment and you'll get comedy when appropriate. Okay. A lot of the times what you're going to discover is if you listen to this show, and I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but I, hey, there's something, there's a magic to it. When you do a show and you're in your zone and you do it well, and I, I hope I'm doing this well, that I, I'm generally able to have things presented to you before the other hosts do. And so when you hear it here, you're going to be hearing it first. You're going to be hearing it first. So coming up, the, uh, the Biden administration is saying there's nothing to see with regard to empty store shelves. It's a good sign because we have so much money now, we're just buying out everything. But you know what's really funny? Well, I'll, I'll share the thought in a second. I, I will share that thought in just a second. Allison Williams worked for ESPN. I wanted to play this as we uh, segue into something else, but she quit her job. Allison Williams was uh, a very good, uh, I'm not all that familiar with her work. I don't la- watch a lot of ESPN. I'm not a sports guy. But anyway, Allison Williams, she decided that she was going to leave because they mandated Disney, Disney mandated a vaccine. She's 37 years old. She's trying to have a baby. She's heard a lot of people miscarrying because of the vaccine. Here she is leaving the network. So I know I've been a bit uh, mum since releasing the statement I put out a few months ago now regarding my decision to not receive the COVID-19 vaccine. I just want to give everybody an update on my situation with ESPN. And a great producer once told me, don't bury the lead. So I have been denied my request for accommodation by ESPN and the Walt Disney Company and effective next week, I will be separated from the company. She's a conspiracy theorist. She is crazy. She's going to die. Did you realize that COVID cases, uh, as you heard Derek Hunter say, just plummeting in Florida, growing in New York? Here she is about uh, Disney changing its values. And it wasn't that long ago that those values, sorry. Listen to this were aligned with the Walt Disney Company. In April, they sent out an email to all cast members, as they call employees, saying that they believed the vaccine was the best way forward, but ultimately that the decision to get it was a personal decision. Their values have clearly changed. I understand that. I know, um, I don't know what it's like to run a multi-billion dollar company and to have shareholders and board members and financial quotas to answer to and not to mention societal and I'm sure political pressures. So I respect that their values have changed. I had hoped they would respect that mine did not. That was pretty powerful. That was really powerful. Here's more from Allison Williams. All she wants to do is have another baby. Wasn't that a song? All that she wants is another baby. Okay, that's a little uh, a little off there. I, I played in music radio for years. To the women who have reached out and shared their experiences of getting the injection and subsequent miscarriages, menstrual irregularities. Um, Take the vaccine! Periods after menopause. I am so sorry that that is your experience. And I pray for you. And um, I believe you. Here is uh, Allison Williams talking about her va- her beliefs and her values. Listen to this woman. She's amazing. She is an amazing person. Belief is a word I've been thinking about a lot lately because in addition to the medical apprehensions regarding um, my desire to have another child in regards to receiving this injection, I am also so 
morally and ethically not aligned with this. And I've had to really dig deep. The Democrat Party is defiling that. Listen to her again. The Democrat Party is saying all of these things are absolutely moot. Eating this injection. I am also so morally and ethically not aligned with this. And I've had to really dig deep and analyze my values and my morals. And uh, Which the Democrat Party and Joe Biden have never done. Um, ultimately, I need to put them first. And the irony in all this is that a lot of those same values and principles I hold so dear are what made me a really good employee and probably helped with the success that I've been able to have in my career. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Fred in Jacksonville, Florida is on the phone. By the way, uh, Governor hey, says, Rob. hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, you're a funny guy, Rob. I, I love your show. Thank you. Hey, uh, Rob. You know, I don't know where the hell these companies get off uh, thinking they're going to tell me, tell me what to do. You know, that's why I'm glad I don't work for any companies. I, I work for myself. Yeah, and, well, uh, I'll tell you, here's, here's what's going on, Fred. And it, it's easy to demonize the companies, but the government is pressuring them greatly with uh, enormous penalties, I'm sure, financially. Uh, companies over 100 employees, up to $70,000 per employee for not uh, mandating the vaccine. That's what that's all about, bud. Well, that's not that's not going to be that's going to be that's going to be a drop in the bucket when these people sue uh, these corporations uh, class action. Well, yeah, and I hope that happens. Um, there are actually uh, some uh, L.A. firefighters. A bunch of them are suing uh, the city of Los Angeles for one point seven billion dollars. And I hope I that happens across the country. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, did, did the uh, mayor of Chicago, you know, the mayor was on that TV show, The Living, uh, the Living Dead. Did she take, a, take the uh, shot? I, I don't know. I presume she may have done a photo op where she, uh, you know, got a shot. <laughs> all right. I'll take care. Take care, all right, Rob. All right, buddy. See you. Yeah, I was mentioning uh, before the phone call there that Ron DeSantis is telling uh, the ships to come to Florida and unload those containers and we'll take care of you. That's the way it's done. That's the way it's done. Just leave California alone. It's like your tomato plants right now. They're starting to wither and die. That's what's happening to uh, that's what's happening to California and New York and Democrat enclaves around the country. Here's uh, ABC News Prime talking about uh, what will fix the supply chain breakdown. What is sitting in all these containers behind us? Everything. Longshoremen telling me some of these containers have been sitting here for six months with a shortage of truck drivers to get the goods on the highway and into stores. It's not just making things harder to find, it's making them more expensive. Today we face an economy that's in transition. What is going to cure that? And as part of that transition, we are seeing high prices for some of the things that people have to buy. But the reality is that the only way we're going to get to a place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. Ding, 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 ding. That's the answer right there. Everything will be better if everybody gets vaccinated. The place where we work through this transition is if everyone in America and everyone around the world gets vaccinated. That's why the president can. Yeah, Anthony Fauci last year said 70 to 75 percent vaccination rate would mean herd immunity. Now it's 100 percent. Why, 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 ladies and gentlemen? A ka-ching, a ka-ching, a ka-ching. 
GoDad Jets came back to work after paternity leave. He he was uh, secretly on paternity leave for two months because he and her uh, his. Hmm. Husband, uh, they adopted twins, and so they need to be there, even though he is a secretary uh, and he is a public servant. Um, this is what happens when you put grown children into jobs. Pete Boot Edge Edge uh, sat at home taking care of his babies, uh, getting paid full while your grocery store shelves emptied. Okay, now there's an expression called man up, and I don't care if that's man or woman. There's an expression called man up, and it doesn't necessarily have anything to do with what's between your legs. It has something to do with do your freaking job. Instead of, you know, talking about Indigenous Peoples Day on Twitter. Get your butt to work. You are the secretary of transportation. The only reason you have the job is because you are a presidential candidate. This is political payback. The only experience you have with transportation is riding a train once in college. Here's Chuck Todd really sucking up to Pete Boot Edge Edge. Listen to this. I mean, he's, uh, you know, you know boot lick. It's a, this is, in this case, it's a boot edge edge lick. I know you've been under some um, bizarre... Not a good visual. ...attack for taking paid leave uh, by some some loudmouth. No, it's not it's not a bizarre attack by loudmouths. He's the Secretary of Transportation and his partner can uh, take care of the kids um, uh, in our political system. But I want to ask you about paid family leave in general because it apparently may not be Now he's going into paid family leave. This is fantastic. Oh, Chuck Todd, you are so terrible. Dear God in heaven. Here's uh, Pete Boot Edge Edge talking about how we're not experiencing recession. We're not experiencing shortages. We're not paying a lot more for stuff. Joe Biden's actually guiding us out uh, out of the recession. Well, certainly a lot of the challenges that we've been experiencing this year will continue into next year, but there are both short-term and long-term steps that we can take to do something about it. Look, uh, part of what's happening isn't just the supply side, it's the demand side. Ah, Demand is off the charts. Retail sales are through the roof. And if you think about those images of uh, ships, for example, waiting at anchor on the West Coast, every one of those ships uh, is full of record amounts of goods that Americans are buying uh, because demand (laughs) is up, because income is up, uh, because the president has successfully guided this economy. Oh, yeah, he has done absolute. Joe Biden has done nothing. Name one dang thing that he has done to make the economy better other than uh, business owners, governors opening their businesses. He's done nothing. Everything he's done has been to break people. That's why we're paying so much for gas. 50 bucks to fill my car yesterday normally costs 30. Now, more people than don't believe the 2020 election was stolen. And I will not be told that what I believe is verboten misinformation or disinformation. I will not be taken down that way. I will not be canceled. I am tired of people telling me that what I believe, for just saying what I believe, that I'm a conspiracy theorist. Or are you kidding? Oh, that's, come on. You know, this Russian collusion. You know Donald Trump was colluded with Russia. I said immediately as soon as I heard that, uh, Uranium One, Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, $150 million from Russian oligarchs, and Donald Trump is a hawk on defense. Who do you suppose the Russians would want to win the election? I'm not stupid. Cancel culture. BS. I cry BS. And any little stinking snowflake who wants to take Dave Chappelle off the air... Particularly the people who work at Netflix are going to do a big walkout. They're trans employees and they want Dave Chappelle canceled. Well, they ought to cancel their jobs. 
I was told that, you know, saying that the uh, the January 6th protest was uh, not an insurrection, it was not an organized insurrection. In fact, it was actually set up by the fed- federal government, the same federal government and FBI that uh, that pitched a fake dossier to a FISA court and lied and got the, uh, the FBI uh, the ability to surveil Donald Trump's campaign transition team and presidency. January 6th was the Democrats' Reichstag. They used it as a Reichstag, as a distraction to demonize Trump uh, supporters as uh, people who want to overthrow the government, as violent, as awful, and they wanted to cover up a fraudulent, fraudulent, fraudulent election. And if you want to argue with me about it, I got a stack, a year's worth of material from even liberal publications that say Joe Biden didn't win the election. So those are my, that's the platform I stand on, folks, and I'm not afraid to say it. Thanks for listening today. Please share with others. Make sure to check out my show on Newsmax, which is called Rob Carson's What in the World. If you go to NewsmaxTV.com, you can see the archive if you missed last week's episode. In the meantime, God bless you. God bless our military. God bless our police. Remember Ashley Babbitt, and above all, don't catch the stupid. Thanks for listening to the Newsmax Daily with Rob Carson. Check your cable guide or NewsmaxTV.com. Or watch free on YouTube, Roku, Apple, Pluto, Zumo, Amazon Fire, and your smart TV. Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. Check NewsmaxTV.com for details.